0: chapter five, and we're going to read from verse seventeen onwards. Luke chapter five, from verse seventeen onwards. Now, it happened on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law, sitting by, who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem, in the power of the Lord was present to heal them then behold men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed whom they sought to bring in and lay before him and when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before jesus when he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? For when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, Why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you? Or to say, Rise up and walk But that you may know that The Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins He said to the man who was paralyzed I say to you Arise Take up your bed And go to your house Immediately He rose up before them Took up What he had been lying on And departed to his own house Glorifying God And they were all amazed And they glorified God And we're filled with fear, saying, we have seen strange things today. Praise be to God. Our God is a God of miracles, a God of wonders. Anywhere God shows up, forgiveness of sins and healing of diseases. Along with the teaching of the Word of God, takes place. These three things take place wherever Jesus goes. According to the need, these three things happen. Jesus, He teaches His truth the people that are there and he heals them of these sicknesses he also forgives them of their sins Jesus Christ he died on the cross for our sins and for our sicknesses and also so that we may know the truth so that the truth can set us free it's not just for the forgiveness of sins and not just for the healing of our diseases, but for us to know the truth. It's because of the death of Jesus on the cross and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus on the cross. We have the Bible, with the Gospels, we have the Epistles, we have the Word of God in our hands today. Because of the death of Jesus on the cross and His resurrection following that, we have the Word of God given to us through the apostles, through the ministry of the apostles, through the working of the Holy Spirit, handed down, passed on, from one generation to the other. We must remember that the Word of God is very important. Jesus Christ not only just came to do some miracles, but to give the truth to the people, to show them that He is the truth. He is the way. He is the door. So the Word of God takes priority over everything he taught the people and he confirmed what he taught with signs and wonders. That's why the Bible says here that the power of the Lord was present there to heal. there is a quickening that takes place when the Spirit of God is at work. When the Word of God is given to the people God wants to give through the power of the Holy Spirit, that's the key. Then there's something supernatural that takes place. We must always know that God cares for our soul first, our minds, and our bodies. Our soul first, our spirit, our bodies. Our soul first, our spirit and soul first, and our bodies next. But Jesus cares about our bodies. But not without caring for our souls. And He's not just there to offer some forgiveness, say, I pardon you, and that's it. No. His whole purpose is to heal our soul and heal our bodies. And to teach us how to stay healed in our souls, and in our bodies, in our minds. The way of God is the truth of God. If we don't understand the truth of God, we will not understand the way of God. Because the truth and the way are one. Jesus said, I am the way. He said, I am the truth. Without the way, which is the truth, there is no life. Because the way is the truth, and the truth is the life. The way is the life, and the truth is the life. So someone says, well, I'm here to only hear the word. I'm not interested in God doing any miracles. I don't need any miracles. If I just have the word, that's enough. And that's not scriptural. Because when the word is given, God comes there to give the word. God comes there to perform the Word signs and wonders are the word in action when you see God do signs and wonders he's actually bringing the word that he taught into action in front of our eyes and so the real word the genuine word of God when it's given through the power of the Spirit of God then it will have signs and wonders following it because the giver of that word is the Spirit of God therefore he will perform the word following giving the word thirdly the Spirit of God is the Spirit of truth He not only gives the word, which is the truth. The truth that is given, it does the work of transformation in the spirit man, in the souls of the listeners. So, the spirit of God must be there, the Bible says. Where the Spirit of God is, there is liberty, there's freedom. What does the Spirit of God do? The Spirit of God, who is the Spirit of truth, gives the truth with the Spirit. Not void of the Spirit, but with the Spirit. It's just like the body needs a life, the Word needs the Spirit. And when the Word of God is given with the Spirit of God, which is the anointing of God, signs and wonders will follow because the Spirit of God, who is given the Word of God, will bring that Word of God into action. That's what the demonstration of the Spirit of God, demonstrating the Word of God before the eyes of the people. While that happens, something takes place through the teaching of God that comes from the spirit of God conviction happens so there's a triple action work of God that takes place the word that is being given and the word that is being given does the work of healing healing of the soul, healing of the mind, healing of the spirit, healing of the body. The word that is being given does a work of transformations through the spirit of God. Wherever God is, we'll see salvations taking place. We'll see healings taking place and we'll see spiritual growth taking place as a result of the word of God that is being given through the spirit of God we call that teaching Jesus Christ taught the people that not only his disciples but all those who came to listen to him why? because When he's teaching, he is giving the people the Word of God, which is the truth. The truth will set them free. It sets the stage for the Spirit of God to come in, bring the Word into action, confirm the Word through signs and wonders. This is necessary. This is how God works. So if someone says signs and wonders, signs and wonders, but the word is barely there, I would question whether God is in it. If someone says the word, the word, the word, and no signs and wonders along with it, then we can say that the Spirit of God who needs to be working there is really sorely missing there. And if someone says, I'm giving the word, but souls are not getting saved. Forgiveness of sins, genuine forgiveness of sins. Not just people just simply saying a mass prayer and leaving with no transformation in their lives. That's not salvation. But the genuine working of the Holy Spirit where people are truly saved. Repentance and forgiveness of sins taking place, repentance is being preached and forgiveness of sins through the truth that sets people free is taking place you know, the kingdom of God has come down every single person here who is listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit this morning needs to be determined to know how God works that's how we must work we know this is how God works. We need to let God work in our lives so that the Spirit of God can bring the truth of God to liberate every single person who wants to be used of God first. the liberation, there's the healing that's taking place. And then, when that person is set free, they can go, wait, In the presence of God. Be clothed with his power. And go according to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Being led by God. Taking God with them wherever they go. As a result of that. Salvation. Of souls. Will take place. As a result of that. Healing. Of the souls, healing of the spirits, healing of the minds will take place. As a result of that, the Word of God will be preached, taught through the Spirit of God, speaking through the vessels of God. The same power of God who was present to heal, the same power of God who was present there to teach. The function of the Holy Spirit. We must understand. Anywhere the Spirit of God goes. Teaching combined with healing of the soul and healing of the body. When they say soul, spirit is included. Healing takes place. Healing of the soul includes forgiveness of sin. and then healing of the body. Our Jesus Christ, when He comes in the midst of any group of people, He comes and does a thorough job. When the Holy Spirit comes, He shows up. He does a thorough job. Now, that is for all those who want to know how God operates and how we must operate. As Jesus went full of the power of the Holy Spirit, he just didn't go by himself saying, that, Well, I know the Torah. No. Well, I'm the Son of God, so I don't need to pray. No. He spent considerable amount of time in the presence of God. He just didn't say, well, I got baptized in the Jordan River and at that time the Holy Spirit filled me and I had the Spirit of God without measure, so I don't need to pray. No. We see that Jesus fasted in the Bible. When all the disciples went to go, they all went to eat. He tarried and he fasted until... The mission was accomplished with the Samaritan woman and the people that Jesus had to minister to in that Samaritan village. He was heavenly minded, mission minded. And so Jesus, he prayed, he fasted and prayed. And that's why he saw the Spirit of God move so powerfully in his ministry. Not just because he's a son of God. He was also 100% man. We must not forget that. He was 100% God and he was 100% man in flesh. So we cannot say that, oh, I got the baptism of the Holy Spirit, so I don't need to pray and the Spirit of God will lead me. It will not happen that way. Every day We need the fresh and filling of the Holy Spirit Every day We must wait in the presence of God Every day We must have the Spirit of God Move in us And overflow out of us I want to repeat that As the Holy Spirit wants me to Every day We must be in the presence of God And have the Spirit of God Fill us Afresh Every day, we must be filled by the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God must overflow out of us. And the overflow out of us is what you call as ministry. The Spirit of God overflowing out of us. He has to flow in, and then that overflow has to come. Out of us that much we need to be in the presence of God that much we need to be before the face of the Father that much Jesus was before the face of the Father prayer is very important those who pray those who esteem the word of God and esteem the presence of God are the ones who will be used by God when I say esteem the Word of God and esteem the presence of God, it automatically equals to walking in the Word of God in obedience to what you read and in obedience to what God speaks to you. So if you look at the life of Jesus, these three things operated consistently in his life, in his ministry. Wherever he went, he did not speak his own words. That means he was full of the Holy Spirit and the Spirit of God spoke through him. That's what real ministry is. Because it was the Spirit of God who spoke through him, the Spirit of God did what he always does. The second step is Salvation of souls. Working in the spirit of the human beings. Working in the bodies of human beings after that. The Holy Spirit gives the word. Apostle Paul says this in one of the epistles. He says, pray for me that I may have the utterance. He's the great apostle Paul Who says I speak in tongues More than all of you That's how much He was filled in the spirit Walking in the spirit At the same time He was telling the people this Pray for me that Everywhere I go God has to speak through me. That's what utterance must be given to me means. When people receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, the Spirit of God gave them the utterance and as the Holy Spirit gave the utterance, the people spoke. Just like how you speak in tongues, just like that, God's Word must come through you. You want to do God's work. Because no flesh can produce anything in the kingdom of God. So the dependency on God really causes a person to spend time in the presence of God because we need Him to work in us first and then through us next. And that's a daily happening. Write this down if you take notes. It's a daily happening. God working in us first and working through us is a daily happening. It's not a one-time thing. Well, God worked in me and, and I got saved and God worked in me and I got healed and that's it. No. You must be a fresh, clear spring that receives fresh water every day from the Spirit of God. So, Every day the working of the Holy Spirit in us and then through us is important. Just like how no one can manufacture speaking in unknown tongues. He should not. God should speak through them. And there's a the growth also when you walk with God. where God adds more the language keeps changing and expanding if you're speaking the same tongue that you're speaking when you first got saved when you first got the baptism of the Holy Spirit I should say you need to spend more time in the presence of God so that God grows you in that communication with the Holy Spirit it's very important as the babies begin to speak from coving to babbling to word formation and then progression in that is what you normally see and expect there has to be a growth that's one side only that's your personal edification, you need that for your personal edification Not to go and show how much you know about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, no. But it's for your personal edification. So you need that. Secondly, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit every single day by being in the presence of the Lord. Be filled afresh by the Spirit of God so that you don't offer stale water to people it has to be fresh water you need to be in the presence of God so that the spirit of God will fill you fresh and then overflow out of you what does that mean? what you do in your prayer closet is very important how much time you spend time with God is very important and what happens after that, throughout the day, while you're walking with Jesus, is very important. It's not that, okay, I spent an hour in the prayer closet, and then throughout the day, you cannot live like Jesus is not with you. If you spend a considerable amount of time in the presence of God, then there has to be an overflow. It's like this. if you have glow in the dark stars on your ceiling or even glow in the dark you know clock or whatever on bright sunny days you can see those glow in the dark stars during the nighttime. it will glow really really brightly and the the duration, the of the glowing capacity, you know, for the, those objects is much longer, the effect stays longer. On a cloudy day or during winter, there's a big difference. Where the glow-in-the-dark stars don't produce that much light, The effect is not that much, and also it doesn't stay that long. Why? The absorption rate, the absorption time plays a big part. Your effectiveness for Jesus Christ equals how much you shine for Him. comes from, comes directly from how much time you spend with God that includes your personal prayer that includes your time in the meetings that God wants you to be morning calls and fasting prayers and church services a heart and soul should be there absorption rate is very important exposure to the light is important how much you absorb and how long you absorb is very important. Very important. So in the presence of God, how long are you going to be there and how much are you going to take in is very important. Based on that, your day is going to go. How much ever you took in being in the presence of the Lord. You're going to have that much of a charge to live a holy life. That much of a charge to exhibiting the fruit of the Spirit. That much of a charge to being led by the Spirit of God. May the Lord help you to understand what the Holy Spirit is speaking at this hour. These are deep truths they appear to be, oh, I know about this, but actually not. These are very deep truths. If you slowly take it in, you're going to benefit from this. The bottom line is, how much are you bearing fruit? How much? What is the quality of the fruit? What is the spice? They all vary, depending on what extent, to what extent is the Spirit of God in you, moving in you. Flowing out of you. So Jesus Christ, God the Son, spent time in the presence of God early in the morning, spent time in the presence of God through the night, and then morning time, he was filled with the power of God that came from his time with the Father. And what is coming out of his mouth when he's speaking? The words of the Father. Jesus said this, I don't speak anything of my own. We should be able to be the same way we should. Otherwise, there's no point in speaking. Because only when God speaks, people will get saved. Only when God speaks, deliverance will take place. God has to speak. That's what real ministry is. That's what genuine ministry is. And the Holy Spirit work in your hearts this morning to show the need and to stir up the desires of God within you, so that you can bear the image of Christ and do the works of Christ. Jesus Christ had the utterance that came from the Father through the Spirit of God Apostle Paul had the utterance of God that came through him through the Spirit of God that's why once the Holy Spirit is done talking then you see the demonstration of the Spirit of God. Word in action is what miracles are. The Word in action. Who gave the Word? The Holy Spirit gave the Word. Who does the healings of the Word in action? The Holy Spirit does the healings. The vessels must be holy. The vessels must be before the Father, so that He can fill the vessels with the Holy Spirit, they're overflowing, so that others may benefit from the Spirit of God filling you and overflowing out of you. So Jesus Christ, who was full of the Holy Spirit, who operated through the power of the Holy Spirit, he was a man of prayer, he was a man of fasting and prayer, he was a man of power as a result of that. May God help us to be that way. In this section, we see how Jesus commends the people who brought the sick man. The sick man had faith, but he was not able to go to Jesus. His friends had faith and they became like the hands and legs for the crippled man by carrying them and doing everything that is necessary to bring healing to this man by bringing him before Jesus Christ. And Jesus commends their faith. It's a faith that produces results, action. Two things are happening here simultaneously in this section. One is God working, the Spirit of God speaking and the Spirit of God demonstrating. That's God's work. God is working. And then we also see man's work. God working with man. Man working with God. They're important. I'm going to repeat, God working with man and man working with God. When a human being identifies that God is working, God is in our midst, it's so important to be where God is. It's important to take advantage of the power of God. It's important to take advantage of the power of God that is present to here. It's important to take advantage of The Word of God that is coming because if you need healing, you must give priority to the Word of God. That comes through the Spirit of God. The same Spirit who heals, the same Spirit who gives the Word. You cannot separate that. You cannot separate healing from the teaching. Both are, are accomplished by the Spirit of God. So our involvement... What God is doing, when He is doing, plays a significant role in what can be done in our lives and what cannot be done in our lives. Other than unique situations where God has His hand over certain things, like in Lazarus' case, like in Job's case, like in the man who was born blind, his case, There are certain unique cases that are there, other than that. The general principle is, if you receive the Word that comes from the Spirit of God, which is anointed Word of God, when it's released, you receive it. You receive it by faith. You receive the Word. Then the Spirit of God, who gave you the Word, who sees you that you're receiving the Word, will also heal you and you receive the healing also by faith. You receive the word by faith and you receive the healing by faith. All happens by faith. And understand this is what God is doing. It's important to jump in. It's important to mix your faith with what God is doing. It's important to understand the importance of it and benefit from it. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. God working with man, and man working with God. It happens simultaneously, and it happens by faith. If you want God, if you want God to do a significant work in your life. You must be where the Lord is working. And you must be physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, in every way present there to receive the Word of God that comes through the Spirit of God right into your spirit. And as the Spirit of God releases the Word of God, He will demonstrate His Word through signs and wonders because you have the faith to receive this word the same faith and the same word faith from your part word from the holy spirit's part will bring the healing that needs to happen in anybody god has spoken to us this morning from two different areas each area is very distinct and it's highly important it's important to imitate Christ the life of Christ To spend time in the presence of God, to have His words and His words only come through you to others, is, is necessary if you want to truly be the hands and feet of the Lord Jesus Christ, truly be successful in winning souls for the Lord Jesus Christ. The word I, capital I, must disappear. And the word Christ must appear. For that, being in the presence of God is necessary. Once Christ fills you through the Holy Spirit, then only Christ must flow out of you. Anytime self comes in, Christ will become absent. It's important to be proactive to hide yourself in Christ. To be proactive in letting Christ flow into you and out of you that pure crystal clear of water is what people need. The pure crystal clear of water alone can save, heal and deliver the Spirit of God, the fountain spring of life. The Lord Jesus Christ is the healer, is the savior, is the baptizer. He is the truth. He alone can set people free. But to what extent have you given yourself over to him? To what extent is he occupying you, occupying every part of you, occupying every time of yours occupying every conversation of yours occupying everything of yours if you want Jesus to truly work through you he must work in you you must let Him work in you and through you for that you're the one who can present yourself before Him by being in His presence, by making yourself available to God Almighty, by inviting Him to take over and by doing what He's telling you to do. That's what will actually show Him that you really want Him working in your life. When God works in your life, He will tell you what you need to do. And it's important for you to do what He's telling you to do. Then He does the work, He produces the results. May God speak to your hearts this morning and stir up within you godly passion for souls. To truly become a reflection, a reflection, a true reflection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not some distant thing that people can't even recognize or God cannot even recognize who you are, whose image are you bearing. But to become a true reflection of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit may flow into you and out of you to others that every time you speak with the Spirit of God speak through you and then the Spirit of God will confirm what He has spoken through you through signs and wonders and what you want God to do in your life it is important that you yield yourself to the Lord again. Be the presence of God. Mix your faith with the Word of God that God releases upon your life while it's being released. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this morning hour. Thank you for speaking to our hearts. We thank you that the truth. Any truth alone can set people free. And I thank you for the truth of God who is present in our midst. And for the truth of God who is working at this hour. for the Spirit of God who is speaking His words of life to His people at this hour. I pray, dear people, mix it with your faith and make it theirs oh God I pray Lord may the may the eyes of the people focus on what matters the most not on what is temporary but on what is eternal so I pray that you will drive this word deep into their spirits That they may become bright lights, lights that will shine like the stars of the heavens, brightly shining, shining with a purpose, letting God shine through them and shine for long duration. As long as God wants them to. As long as they live on earth. May each one shine for you, Lord. By being in your presence, by absorbing your light. By taking in the truth, the word of God. That alone can heal, save and deliver. But has to come with the Spirit of God. So I pray that you will embed these words into the spirits of your people, that each one may turn into the vessels of God, honorable vessels for the Master's use, full of the Spirit of God that their faith may mix with the Word of God that they may be in the presence of God that the Spirit of God may do His work as He always does in the lives of all those who are where He is then exhibit faith in his word touch the hem of his garment by faith making that effort to being there with Jesus is I thank you Lord for doing this so the servant I pronounce your blessing upon your people this morning they each may be effective Lord your glory for your kingdom this day. That they may be led by the Spirit of God. That they may spend time in the presence of God and be led by the Spirit of God. That they may let the living water flow into them and through them. So that they can not only be quenched but quench the thirst of others. through the living water that they're satisfied with. For this I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.